0: Welcome to the Andy Kloss Podcast, where we discuss spirituality, non-duality, and certain personal growth topics. My name is Andy Kloss, I'm the host of this show, and I went through an anxiety disorder which fueled a deep spiritual search for truth, and as a result of that search and overcoming anxiety, naturally, after three to four years, I went through spiritual awakening in 2019, which changed my life so that's why I'm sharing this content with you. So anyway, let's dive right into this episode. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this interview with Colette Whiteman. Um, She has an awesome YouTube channel. And I think you also like met David Bingham. That's how I came across your work. And you talk about self-realization. So maybe you can share a bit about your spiritual journey so far.
1: Oh, yeah. OK, thanks. Hi, Andy. And thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it's always hard to find that spiritual journey once, um, 100%. once
0: you've
1: Letting go of the identity, so you almost have to pick it up and remember the story um, and it feels like there's just the air when <laughs> when I look
2: from there's here, nothing here like, <laughs> no. well,
1: I mean there's something here there's a Colette, but if I'm just rested as the expression of Colette, but very yeah. much open focus. I can't, I can't find the story. it's as if it's just air that I'm grasping at so what mm. is, I have to try and pick up and what do I do? What would I have to do to find it? I'd I have to narrow no, my said... focus, go to a person and mm. work out what that story of that person um, yeah it's just a it's just a strange thing and I remember seeing other. Not that I'm a teacher or other people who who feel like they'd had some recognition mm-hmm. of you of their true nature. I remember watching them, and they couldn't. They used to say it was hard to find their story. I think, well, that's a bit weird.
2: <laughs> and here I am. It's like you're
1: you're looking in in mist. <laughs> it's not a horrible thing. It's just I have to sort of engage the mind, which I don't really do very much. Is there? Right. I can use Mm -hmm. it, but I really have to make an effort to find it and operate in that way of, that mode of being. So, I mean, I can, I can, I can have a go. (laughs) So um, I think, so for me about the first time I had any sort of introduction to, spirituality was uh the times newspaper is before the internet so about 30 something years ago the times newspaper had some articles on uh, spiritual books and i think it was zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance and the road less traveled and things like that and i started to read the you know the, the just their um interpretation of the books and i was like oh this is my stuff this is me i just was like this is it This is, this is it. And then that, you know, I just jumped on it because it just resonated. So I did watch, uh, I did read quite a few books because the internet wasn't there then. And then, you know, it's with hindsight, I look back and I can see how we all already are it, Mm. what we're looking for. Because as a child, I was experiencing that expansive feeling. So I'd go to bed, and I would feel like, well, I'm on the ceiling, but I'm in my bed. What's that's really weird? Look, I'm looking at the ceiling, and I'm almost the ceiling, but I'm still now I'm in my bed. I'd look at a tree that was quite a long way, you know, big oak tree from up. and I'd think, oh, hang on, I'm the, I'm the oak tree. No, I'm here. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> um, so I didn't have an I didn't know what it was, but I was experiencing it. Because, of course, we will not, because that's what we are. Um, and then I trained as a beauty therapist, and I would do massage. I used to get completely blissed out when I would do massage or facials, and I just loved those two things. And um, people would say to me, oh, you've got such healing hands. And basically, I was just connecting to the truth, you know, the, the broader, the universal looking for the right word
0: intelligence I don't know or... what
1: it... well it was just coming through me I knew something was coming through me I didn't think it was weird I just thought well this feels nice I'm not tired um it's just really nice so I didn't really think about it too much I just did it but I almost knew it wasn't me there was something else flowing through me but I didn't really identify with that I just thought oh this is interesting this feels nice so people would say oh you've got such healing cans know what that's all about I just enjoyed it so I can see there I was accessing this universal self Mm.
2: Um,
1: uh, and then I'm trying to think so then I think you know having read those books that I then started reading more and more and I looked at channeling you know people had told me oh you can channel you know some people seem to be able to see it in people and I was just like I even had one person say I went to a because I sort of had this natural healing ability, I went to a um, sort of a, a place where they put you on und- under an umbrella. They don't teach you it. It's like if you've got the natural ability, you can be part of our group. And, you know, so I went to one of those meetings, and the lady that was running it, I'd not even sat down yet. She said, Oh, no, we don't want you here. <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. And she said, No, we don't want any of your type here said um you're you're i can't remember what she called me now she said you're like a trance channeler i was like i had no idea what she was going on about <laughs> um so yeah so funny things happened you know in that even in that this is a funny story but it seems relevant we had to snap off a bit of a tree i can't remember even why we did it but i remember connecting to the tree and the tree being really sad that we'd I, you right. know, I sensed the... It was sad that we were all taking bits of it. It was really weird. And so I mentioned it to the woman. She said, we've spoken to the tree beforehand and we are not alone. <laughs> How weird. I don't think I've ever had it again. And I don't know why it's relevant now. I haven't even thought about it coming up now. So going with it. Um, so these various things, when I look back, I see that I was accessing it. So I used to... Um, I became a model and I used to get very close to the makeup artist because they're doing your face and so you're in very close proximity. And it's very relaxing, you've got your eyes closed. And they would start to tell me about their life and, um, you know, things that are going on. And I would just give them information. But I wasn't really aware that I was giving them the information. So I would say, yes, you're so wise, I was like, I was like, 18 and I didn't really had a lot of experience about life um, and I was sort of thinking well I'm not saying this but they seem to like what I'm saying I knew it was coming out of my mouth and there was some idea of what I was saying but I wasn't really paying any attention to it because it was so relaxed and it's, that relaxation I think is very important because that's when the personality mm-hmm. drops away and actually I'm just putting it together now I was very relaxed when I was doing the massage and then I was in bed. So it's all just ching, 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 dropping in. I was in bed and it was happening. So it's that relaxation um, where the identity is almost, you know, you, more, you there's some, I say letting go, but there's some dissolving of the identity because of the relaxation. Um, yeah, so I can see that was happening. Um, what happened from there? Uh, so this healing thing used to continue, I would, be with people and just my hands would be like <laughs> wanting to go towards them I go oh do you want to massage?" you know it was so, something that was just just very natural to me and I think other people might be able to see that they've got these natural things that just because you you don't because they're so natural yeah you don't um give it any significance but actually I think that is your true nature that is just your natural you're just connecting to the universal um itself mm. so let's see then of course i so i don't think I, so I, I was enjoying all of that i was looking like you know in different directions you know okay I don't, i'm not sure about this channeling i don't think i'm a channel i'll have a little look at it and then um you know the healing thing because they seem to be very natural but there wasn't a pull to do any of that um you know i, I know how to do this sort of i do some sort of acupressure which i've never been taught to do um, and I did go and train in Shiatsu because of that was quite similar. But it's very hard to be trained when you're doing something spontaneous to yep. be trained because constantly looking, you know where you should be on this body. <laughs> and you're being told to go on this meridian. You're like this person, you're like my hands are going towards a different meridian because that's my most natural way of doing it. So um, and also I use my voice, which was a bit weird for them. Um, because I sort of make um a vibrational noise with my with my voice to what am I doing? I'm you know so I don't want to fill it in with my mind while I was doing. I was just um tuning. I was <laughs>
2: just tuning
1: the body <laughs> with my voice. so this was all spontaneous, and I never really pursued it because the Colette character thought it was all a bit weird right. <laughs> what do I do with it and there wasn't really a massive pull I think if I was supposed to do it I would have been doing it and mm-hmm. occasionally really odd things would happen I'd arrive at a photographic studio I remember once um, you know arrived and they were already shooting and I was to shoot in the afternoon and the photographer said oh I'm so glad you're here because my knee really hurts." I'm looking around thinking does anybody think that's weird I've never met him before he's telling me about his knee so I'm like okay nobody's paying any attention to this so I'll just go with it and I just put my bag down I said oh, I'll just have a look for you And I just did some stuff with his knee and he's like oh thank you there's so much better. I'm sort of thinking why does nobody else think that's weird and then I obviously knew that those things did happen to me um yeah it's as if nobody else really noticed and then I would go off and and um you know, stop giving makeup artist information. So this carried on and I always had a sense that I would speak to somebody, I would be having like a normal normal conversation, then there would, there would be a change in the conversation. And I'd think, oh, there'd be like a, my antenna would go up. Mm. And I think I really need to listen here. I need to listen with the whole of me, not just the chatty me. Okay, so I would just expand And listen, as if I was one giant ear. I think I mentioned that in in my interview with David. And um, again, I didn't realise what I was doing. It was just very, I just had the inclination to do that. And then I would give them information. Not like I'm the Oracle or anything, but I would just be able to tune in and be able to give them the information they needed. And it never felt particularly... It wasn't like some word channeling. I didn't change. I didn't become some who you are. <laughs> I would just be a, the wiser, the the bigger picture, the um, expansive. Oh, let's look at everything here. And, and without a, I need to help you. Um, without the identity thinking, I can fix and help you. Mm-hmm. It was just... Um, Given them space sometimes they'd answer their own questions just giving them the space to be without jumping in and trying to fix them I think that probably is my personality anyway you know is to help people so um you know it was better than that got out of the way <laughs> um so then going forwards I had a bit of a moment where um the internet is now happening and somebody on Facebook, I think I wasn't on YouTube at that point. Somebody on Facebook posted something by Muji, and my kids were little. I mean, they're in the twenty and teenagers now, so my kids were little, running around, and I remember just clicking. It was like the the family computer. I just clicked it uh, to see what this link was. Somebody had posted, and I just fell in love with Muji. <laughs> I think basically, I look back now, it just opened my heart. So I felt very much I was in my head. I was watching him. And as he talked, I didn't even know what he said, but I just dropped into my body and went bang. And I just was like, who is this man? I'm so in love with him, I don't know who he is. I don't know what he's saying. And I remember the kids running around, all in my peripheral vision, just thinking, oh my goodness, this guy is gorgeous. And it was just one of those moments. And then I used to have pictures of him and so, what I realized, I did go and see him as well, because he, he was still in Brixton. He hadn't moved to Portugal. It was really early days. And uh, I'm just going to change my airport. Um, so he.
2: Um... <laughs> yep.
0: Um, I can't hear you right now. Maybe you need to reconnect on Zoom, or I don't know wh- how it works with airports, but I still can't hear you. Welcome back. I'm sorry,. I was worried. you
1: can cut that out, hopefully.
0: Yep.
1: um so it's um so i then, yes, yeah, so it was the I then looked at um, oh, oh yeah, so I went to see Muji in Brixton, and um there was this i'd never I didn't know what effects was. I didn't really know anything. I probably had seen them on YouTube, but I'd never been to one live. So um, I was at the back of the room and all I just was like drawn to him. And looking back now, it was because I was looking for myself. That's what I knew, that's what the the energy of it was. So at lunch, I thought I'd just go and nip and get my lunch like everybody else, you know. And I was positioned at the back of the room. So I thought, oh, great. I'll be able to get out and get some food. And um, so that's what my mind was saying. And when he finished, I ran to the front of the stage <laughs> and I remember thinking, what am I doing? I didn't know people did that. Cued and then spoke to him. I didn't know anything about that. Never been to a live sat And my heart was beating and my legs were just racing towards the stage. I mean, I was the third one in the queue and I was at the back. <laughs> I must have been like elbowing people out the way. I have no idea. But I just remember feeling like a cartoon character. I The person I had to collect was backpedaling but my legs were going forward and I remember my heart was beating because I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Anyway, but I did know when I stood there, all I wanted to do was look into his eyes because I was looking for myself. So when I went up, he went to give me a hug and I said, can I look in your eyes? And so I just held his hands and looked in his eyes. Um, And then the next day when I saw him, I was in the middle of the room. And I felt very much that he, he looks into everybody's eyes. I don't think he does it, these massive ones he does now, but he used to look, spend 10 minutes looking at everybody's eyes. And we met in the middle of the room and I felt like, oh, we met now. I'm not looking for myself. We're meeting. So that was nice. And then the third day I was in an, another room. They didn't have I, I couldn't see him. And so I stopped, the personality collect started to panic. I need to see him. I need to see him. I need to see him. I can't, I can't sit here. You know, I was thinking of all the things that I could do. Stand at the back. What can I do? Because I, I need to see him. And then there was just this relaxation. I'm just, I don't need to see him. He's everywhere. And then it was that I didn't need to meet him. I didn't know that I was then in that realisation, he's everywhere. It was almost like I'm everywhere, but I didn't get that at that point. I just, the relaxation took place. All I just, um, He's everywhere, so I'm already with him, you know, so I um,
0: so this relax. was like ten years ago or maybe fifteen or, or a lot ago. longer, yeah, 20, so this okay. would
1: be, yeah, so if the kids were little, yeah, maybe fifteen years ago
0: mm-hmm. um, Got
1: it. so then you know the the internet seeking so I didn't know I was a seeker,
2: mm.
1: I, I don't know how I missed the idea that I was a seeker, <laughs> but I was i you know, but maybe not. Mentally now looking back, you know, maybe I didn't pick up the identity of a seeker, but I was there was seeking energy, but I never felt like it was me. I knew there was something driving me forward. I called it divine will, and I didn't even know what divine will was, but that was what came to me. There was this there was this momentum forwards constant, like a charging horse, driving me forwards more, 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 more videos, more videos, more videos. And I would watch a video, I would watch a person, I'd get out of what I needed, then I'd watch somebody else. And I'd get out of that what I needed, then I'd go to somebody else. And some people I just didn't get. It's like anything too intellectual I just didn't get. Because right. I feel the information, that's my, I'm very kinesthetic. So when I listen to somebody I feel it, Whether and I feel the truth. And it's not like they're not talking the truth if I don't get it, it's just not the truth for me at that time. Right. So that was like my antenna of where I go. And right towards the end, I did the Tony Parsons stuff that I wouldn't have done before. But it was, I just needed that level of chop, 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 chop of identity. Is he
0: more intellectual or uh, what do you mean? No,
1: he's just very, uh, so for me, Tony Parsons is, there's no, there's nowhere to go with it. You, He's not, he's just saying, this is it, this is it, this is it. Identify, you can't pick up anything with him. He just chops you know you know he just points back to there's no one here you right. know so there's nowhere to go you can't and that was just right at the end for me that was the right thing for me at that time and a few of the other people that are like that I really liked Fred Davis he's so cute um you know sometimes I just play it for hours on on just going you know just you know just two hours of somebody an hour of somebody driving i just have it on in the background just go go you know just like reminders right
0: like reminding us like layered
1: learning Mm. like layered learning of okay what is there and and i get the sense of something in this i don't know what it is but there's something i need to get so i would listen to a video what is that there's something in there i don't know what it is but there's something in there so just play it like 20 times and it, it was as if it just started going in that's how it felt and then sometimes something would click like a jigsaw puzzle and I'd think, oh, I've got it. Uh, oh, that's what they were meaning. Okay, and then I'd be like, oh, it's the next one. <laughs> and then I got to the point where it was just too much. Yeah, I was full up to hear of videos. I couldn't watch another video. I thought, I don't care if I never get it. Now. I absolutely don't. I've had enough. It's the relaxation bit. Mm. I just had enough. No more. No more videos. I don't care about it. Just, I'm actually full up to the brim can't take anymore and um and i relaxed on a sofa outside and instead of looking to be present which present which is what i would have done you know okay i'm here in the garden let's just spend some time being present you know the i the person being present mm. and i didn't do that i just relaxed on the sofa and the sun was lovely it was a great temperature we'd had a lovely summer this was um probably last year last summer Um, So, you know, 18 months ago or something. And I just sat down and uh, in that relaxation of the warmth and the the relaxation of the present moment, my vision flipped. And that's how I, that's how it seemed to me. So instead of looking to be present, I was the presence. I'm like, I am the presence. Oh, oh my God, I'm everything. You know, it just flipped. The the visual sense flipped. Yeah. So I wasn't the subject object, I wasn't looking out to a world, I was the world and it was like okay and then then I just had this it's just what's happening all the time so things would happen I'd be like "Well, it's just what's happening <laughs> and I knew it was a different way of thinking so something fell off my one of my big back doors like a big piece of wood and normally the identified character would have gone, oh my God, that's fallen off. That's a you know, disaster. It's not a disaster. But I don't know what she would have said, but it would have been along the lines of a linear, um, you know, one ticket to suffer in David's thing is, oh, oh no, that's fallen off. That's That would be seen as something not good. You know, yeah. it would have been judged as this is a problem. And mm-hmm. then all the tickets that go with that problem. Okay, so how am I going, who do I get to fix this? Them. It's too big of a thing for me to do. You know, how much will that cost? Um, how long will it take? Is it going to let water in? Is it going to be? If I don't do it, am I going to? You know, that linear thought yeah. that comes with the identification of somebody who's got to keep, it's got to, got to manage your life. Well, I just wasn't there. I literally said to myself, "Well, it's not good or bad. It's just what's happening." And I was like, oh, "What <laughs> is this? It's a completely different way of thinking." Okay. It wasn't like you don't get it done, but it was just well, it's not good or bad, it's just what's happening, and then the, there's no, no thought process with it. Right. It's there's just nothing, <laughs> just neutral.
0: Was so this was after different. you spoke to David, or like before? No,
1: this was before. Mm, okay. um, so this was, you know, literally just after that vision flip. Um, I didn't tell anybody about it. I just thought, wow, this is a different way of looking at the world. Um,
0: were you like concerned then, about sharing it with others maybe like they would like think oh this is odd or something because I had that when I first went for like a kundalini awakening I felt completely different I was like these people must think I'm crazy if I share like what I'm experiencing oh, yeah. with them Actually, you know
1: that's a good thing to talk about not at the moment but we could come back to that if you yeah. like because I did have a kundalini awakening but I didn't know what it was
2: right <laughs> right because right. It,
1: yeah. it was 30 years ago
2: <laughs> right
1: um so what happened was then i just got the feeling there's something very close that's all i can tell you i was like there's something really close just here just on my skin there's something very very close and i remembered that in the videos people say it's so close you can't see it it's the closest thing to you and i was like something feels so close it's like there's something here i don't know what this thing is here so then um I reached out to David and I think I reached out to him because he just, I resonated with him. He was mm. kind. And, you know, there was part of the, still the personality of Colette that thought, Oh, I can't awaken I'm not, I'm almost like I'm not worthy or it's going to be embarrassing to talk to him. This is going to be like, yeah, right. So you think you can wake <laughs> up, you know, that type of yeah. energy embarrassment. And, um, you know, But something took over a bit like the Muji energy. And I was pacing up and down, sending him a message. And I knew the pacing was to keep me messaging. Because if I sat down, I'd talk myself out of it. So there was definitely that divine will, I call it. Um, And I was like, why? I was like pacing really fast. I'm like, why am I Okay. Because if I sit down, I'm like, okay, all right, I get that. So I sent him a message and and had a call with him. And My internet was down, so I didn't actually have a video call. We just had a phone call. And it was only about five words in that I was like, oh, and he's still talking to me. And I'm sat there like that, going, oh, because he couldn't see my face. And I was like, oh my god. And he kept going and going. I was like, it's okay, David. Because I realized that I they called this Colette. And I believed them. And this is what I've been looking for. So my everyday. awareness for a better word
2: <laughs> was
1: believed to be the separate person but this everyday awareness is universal awareness. It was just named Colette and I believed that I was Colette and that subject object separate identity um, uh, conditioned You know conditioning from your environment and all the things that go with that was believed in and that's why people laugh because (laughs) you how could i believe that it seems so obvious when you find it but um yeah so that i'm very grateful to david for pointing that and that's probably what i do well, what i do now because
0: same thing yeah
1: yeah because the relief from that identity is such a relief because building that character and playing that role i mean it's not false i'm not telling people they're false
0: it's exhausting it's
1: exhausting
0: the mind is like an energy drainer right it's like yeah
1: telling (laughs) you what you need to do what you yeah just like that story of it's just what's happening rather than you need to this how's that you know just that closed loop of thinking and and
0: it's a profound shift in a way a shift in perspective almost like where you where you see differently or like you see for the first time you remove these goggles of like identification and there's like awareness and it's like oh I'm not that ego yeah
1: yeah but I want to offer to people to your viewers that it's actually really it seems like it's so like we we can talk about it and and to them the the seeker it can seem like something really big they've got to get yeah I always want to emphasize you're already it so it's a dissolving rather than a getting. It's a realisation. It's a backwards movement. It's like a, ah. For me, I forgot my glasses. I quite often describe it to people that uh, you're looking for your glasses. Right. You're looking for them. And everybody said, but you're on your head. Like, what, what's my head? And so you go into a big... Tell me all about my head so I can find my head. Well, it's on top of your shoulder. Okay, this is my, you know, this is sort of what we do when we're spiritually seeking. Can you tell me about the, you know, we want to know, we want to get all this knowledge instead of going, oh, oh, it's here, instead of actually looking. And Mm -hmm. that's sort of what I do with my work. I get, I point people backwards and to this open focus instead of the narrow focus and the attention going out into the world is to come back and to rest back and then that those times that i got the knowledge or i helped people or i um you know felt like there was some sort of connection to this because not that we ever leave it but i was accessing it and the identification was dropped for those moments it was always in this resting back place this yeah. open focus and that's pretty much what i do I talk people into this and then we feel like we're located in our heads so it's a matter of just dropping into the body and really it's feeling what's already there sensing what's already there it's like a broader intelligence it's almost like two minds i've started to see it as is that is that closed mind identification and there's this open mind the universal mind that's a sensing mechanism that wants people can feel it, they're experiencing it. So then they realize it because, like, is this? And it's like, yes, it's just the open you, the expansive you, rather than the contracted you. That's how I um seem to be explaining it. Um, awesome. You know, and collect the character would never have had the YouTube channel.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I would have had all sorts of ideas about who has a YouTube channel. And embarrassed, um, too shy, a perfectionist—all um, the things that came with the character that would have blocked any sharing. You know, I don't want to be um criticized. Yeah, you know, approval. I had approval operating. So, um, but there's nobody here now. <laughs> not like there's nobody here. I live in both. I can see, I can see both both views. So there is somebody here. There is Colette who's got a family, and um, but when I look, I can't find. <laughs> when I sense, you know, I can't find a boundary. I can't yeah. find where I end. You know that expanse me. All yeah. the other stuff falls away. Just rainbows. They appear. It looks very very solid, but actually, when you really look at it, it's just a rainbow. <laughs> There's nothing there, but. It can, you know, you can still um, be very much the person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you, not, have you noticed, like, any changes after, like, uh, self-realization and in interacting with others or, like, playing the, the role or the character or something? Is it different? Or maybe, like, the resonance with other people? Like, for example, some people, maybe they go through certain changes with friends or... Uh, things like that, did you experience any of that or is it all like the same and you can just like step into the old character if it's needed or something?
1: I um, haven't told many people, so it's quite hilarious that I've got <laughs> thousand followers and I haven't told anybody else. My yeah. outside, so a couple of close friends, um, my family, because I had the interview with David, they, they knew I was having an interview, so of course they're like my teenagers and that. I've got a teenage boy and a 21 year old. They're like, what are you doing? Well, that's just weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um yeah, so with I think because I was always accessing it and didn't realize. And my friends sort of know that I have this way of looking at things from a broader perspective because I used to help them with when they had um a big decision i'd say oh we'll just feel it then they go,
2: go we'll just feel the
1: decision <laughs> so i used to sh- ask well we'll do it together <laughs> so i would literally talk them into their body open up the focus i said, now I'll from there ask the question Should you do this or should you do that but not from the head so i was just doing it anyway
2: awesome.
1: so i i think other people are, are accessing of course you are, because you are it. So other people are whatever. You know, I've got a friend who's an artist, and I said to her, you know when you do your art, are you doing it? And she's like, oh, no, it's just, there's no me there. <laughs> you know, so we're all doing it, whether it's you're singing or whether you're caring for other people. Um, I think we're all, of course we are, because that's who we are. We just pick up an identity in the, the narrowed, you and have a position you know that's where the polarity comes in you you have a position you have a a sense of self is is more contracted so you have an you know a point of view
2: yeah you know
1: you're right i'm right you're wrong or you know that's when that contracted separation is is kicking in so I guess I don't have that anymore. I don't have, if somebody has a very strong point of view, I just listen, rather than mm-hmm. going, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> it's not like you're a wash over, you just, that's okay if that's what they think, that's fine. But it's not in a judgment way, like, oh yeah, if that's what you think. All of that's gone, all of that push and pull on life is gone. So um, I'm not saying it's all gone. I'm not saying, you know, I don't know. And I did get two things when I, realized I got so when I say I got two things I can't really tell you how I got them but I got the the no agenda was one and um I know nothing was the other it's almost like those are the two things I was given given who by what I don't
2: know
1: <laughs> you know maybe it was the wisdom you know maybe it was the open focus that the be the universal intelligence but those dropped in for me and they've just been a very good guide because I know nothing the only way i can start to expand on things is to go to the mind and make up something and i'm just not interested in doing that because it's not my truth so i always stop when i find myself stopping and i can't speak because i don't want to pick up the mind so i don't want to it just seems superfluous it seems like a old way of operating
2: yeah
1: um so anything else is different. I mean, you know, the mind will tell you that um, life's going to be so different. I mean, we are all it. We're all operating from it anyway. We're just also picking up the separate self. So it isn't that different, but it is. And that sounds ridiculous. All the paradoxes come in. You're nothing and everything. You know, all of them feel right, <laughs> but you can't explain them. Um and it very much like you said this these goggles for me i show people that it's a it's a lens we're looking yeah. through this lens is is coloring what's out there um and so with people you know there's no need to fix change or improve people You just allow yeah. them to be who they are whereas before it would have been through that lens of i've got to help them up you know they are feeling like you know they're they're you know you do see everybody don't see the separation anymore we don't see any opposition
0: that was Um, a challenge for me like to like I was before like this whole path I was into personal development and like uh, improving my external life on all levels you know and like I guess like kind of like Tony Robbins kind of way of going about things you know and I had to drop all that stuff or still find myself dropping that like oh I have to read now and have a morning routine and these habits and then I need to crush it and get followers Um, and you know like I, I Kind of yeah. that conditioning that I've you accumulated. See it yeah,
1: yeah. You yeah. see it operating and you think, oh, look, there I go again.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, so
1: with my channel, I was like, at some point, you know, I could see that you start to feel that that push and pull again. Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, why am I interested in how many followers I've got? That's weird. Yeah. So there was that separate self that was looking at the, I was like, I don't like that feeling because yeah. it's the push and pull. It's the got to get. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. That's interesting. And then I had three weeks of just not doing any videos because I had no pull to do them. Yep. And I just thought, well, that's fine. I'm just going. If I don't do them, I don't do. It. I don't ever do another video. It doesn't ever, ever matter. Yep. You know, there's no actually anybody <laughs> in doing them anyway. There's a, a, you know, the, you know, because they can just this.
0: It's the agendalessness you mentioned before. You know. Yeah. No agenda. That's what it it's is. such
1: a lovely thing to put on everything. Is there an yep. agenda? What's my agenda? you know, what's my agenda now? Yeah.
0: Agenda also leads to suffering in a way because with it comes an expectation like this, or oh, I have this agenda of getting this thing, something and then if I don't get, get it, I, I'm disappointed, right? Like I'm in this separate yeah. mode or something. It's
1: one ticket and another and another and another. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Whereas no agenda is just freedom. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, the mind will think, oh, well, you've got nothing, so that's you're not going to get anything done, but it doesn't work like that. Things get done.
0: Do you think people need like a certain, like maybe spiritual maturity to like see themselves, or can anyone just do it like even someone that has no, uh, like interest or predisposition or has studied yeah. spirituality or is into it? Like, um, I think can... anybody
1: can mm. because it's who they are already, right? So it's just seeing through that identity, and for some people, it just drops. I mean, I think it can be quite harsh, you know. Somebody likes it's usually if somebody's really suffering. Mm. And that does, for me, I, it feels as if it goes hand in hand. This person suffers more and more and more and more and more. <laughs> They're in this absolute, I felt like it's waking you up. Yeah. Because it's a push and pull movement. You're really suffering. I don't like this. I don't like this. The resistance to what's happening. Resistance to the present moment is a push and pull, is a wake up call. Yep. How much do you want us to wake you up? You know, when some people go to extremes, people like Byron Katie, you know, she was in a halfway house. She was. Desperate, nobody liked her. She was angry at the world. She was, you know, and uh, she just woke up at a whole identity, false. Mm. She didn't know anything about spirituality.
0: Yeah. Um, you so, studied her yeah. work, right? And you did a bunch yeah. of like, I think yeah, it's called all the that work. Before. Maybe yeah. you could share a bit about that as well. Like maybe how, like yeah. dissolving limiting beliefs or how that even maybe may have helped you and everything. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Well, I see it as cleaning that lens. hmm. So, um, I did all of that prior to um, self rhythm prior to speaking to David.
2: Right. So,
1: um, and I feel it's as if this is the story of Colette waking up, you know, from here, I'm just open, expansive,
2: mm-hmm.
1: universal eye. Um, but there's also the story of Colette that wakes up, that is that universal eye that's playing the role of Colette. So, it's just how clear that lens is, you know because we all are even when we're lost in our minds and we're pushing and pulling and seeking it's still the self that's doing that and i didn't really realize that and i think i got that from david in one of his videos it's always the self the self just looking through that lens and playing the game of separation so i cleaned that lens on i did made it into a game because i didn't like that was almost my path up. I didn't like feeling that push and pull. I knew it didn't feel right. The yep. push and pull on life, resistance
2: mm-hmm.
1: to the present moment. I didn't like it. So um every time it was there, I was like, what's that? Why am I resisting the present moment? And then I would inquire and go backwards. I wouldn't use the mind. I'd be like, what what is what's there? So I used Baron I used Baron Katie and I saw her live years ago, probably 10, 12 years ago. And I do slightly different to how, I perhaps don't, it's my interpretation of it. It's probably how she does it, but how I, I just made it my own. So I ask the question from the head. I get really like, okay, what's my head telling me? Um, you know, uh, people don't like me. Okay, is it true? Well, yes, you didn't invite me to the party. So yeah, people don't like me. So it's a yes and no answer from the head, yes. Um, so-and-so didn't like me, she didn't invite me to the party so then I say, okay so now you drop down into about here and you open a little bit more so you're just coming out of the head for the second question do I absolutely know it's true so-and-so doesn't like me she didn't invite me to the party so I ask from here it's almost like my voice has started to drop a bit start Mm. to open and I say to people it's like a detective you're going to look for a different angle. Mm-hmm. Yes, somebody's been bashed over the head, but actually, let's just see what else happened in this room. So, you just give yourself a little bit of a broader picture. And again, it's only a yes or no answer. You know, just so and so not like me because she didn't know about the party. Well, yeah, she doesn't like me because she, you know, so you've still got, it's like you're slightly more not so angry indefinite, but yeah, you still, you've got to be true. What's true for you. So, it still felt like, you know, She didn't like me, she didn't invite me to the party. And then I say, you go down to sort of the chest area and you open up a little bit more. And then you say, just how would you feel if you didn't have that thought? And it gives you the chance to see what freedom is like, what it feels like, so not how you think. So I really take people out of their heads. What it feels like not to have that thought. And I wait, and I wait with people until they get freedom because that's usually that's awesome. what it is just wait and i go don't worry just wait for the answer how would you feel without that thought and they're like oh. and i go that's how you'd feel if you weren't picking up that so now let's turn around we drop right into the seat we open our focus we're leaning back and we're open to the idea and then we do the work of turning it around and that's the bit that people struggle with. And I feel it's because a lot of them, so Baron Katie says meditate. And I think a lot of people don't understand what that bit is. You know, the, the actual, what is meditating
2: mm-hmm.
1: on an answer? I don't think they're getting that bit. So they're still trying to reason in their heads. But that's the thing that's telling you, that's the lens of separation. So <laughs> You're never going to get the answer from
2: there.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people say, I don't get that la- last bit. You know, I don't get... um I don't understand that bit. So um, so then, so I turn around and I turn around. I keep turning around with them until it lands. So for me, it's a feeling sense again. And when you get the truth, you go, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's like, I don't like me. So the first thing he says, you know, could be in that scenario. She doesn't like me. She didn't invite me. Uh, she does like me. She just didn't invite me. It doesn't feel... Yeah, maybe she was just had too many people, or yeah, you can sort of reason it, but really stay down here. And then you turn it around again. I don't like
0: me. that's quite deep because if you truly yeah. love yourself, you don't care about other people and how they uh, react or I what they do like to you. Me.
1: Enough then, to think she wouldn't invite me. Yeah, yeah. So it lands, and you're like, it's like if somebody's just <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that bit.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And then you get that it dissipates, mm-hmm. the space because you've let go of that contracted idea of yourself. So yeah, so that's how um, how I did that, and I did it on everything, every single tiny little thing. And I made it a positive rather than a negative. I made it. A, this is a game. This is just cleaning the lens. This is a this is a positive. I find something, it's a positive, but not so that I'm going to spend the rest of my life looking <laughs> yeah. so I identified with it. Just and. It's still the story of Colette waking up. Mm-hmm. But it just means that lens is less sticky. So the so the mind here calms yep. down a bit. You can just just settle down a bit because it hasn't got it's not that thought that people don't like me isn't running or it's not as sticky. So I felt that they were very sticky some thoughts. I always mm-hmm. go for the really big ones. And what happens is the mind offers it up through repetition and it just falls just slide it's not sticky anymore just slide you think oh that old one we looked at that yeah you know but if something still keeps sticking then it's worth another look you know so i tend to i would do that um and
0: the more sticky ones the ones that are more prominent and reoccurring the ones that really yeah, get you back yeah, into identification you, chew. you yeah. chew
1: on you keep mm-hmm. chewing on them you keep chewing on them and there's, right. for me it's not always helpful to say well there's nobody here there's because it's almost like you you don't want to do it, you don't want to look at it,
0: yeah, it can um, be bypassing in some context right? a
1: little bit, yeah, it can be just a well, while. there's nobody here. it depends. It can be the ego adopting the i've I'm awake, so there's yeah. nobody here to do that. um so yeah, so that's' they're always worth looking at, it. and what happens for me is because I've done it so much, it started to be I'd just do the first question and the last question because I got used to it. But I wouldn't recommend people doing that unless they've done it a lot. Because, again, it can be a bypass and you can just be kidding yourself. And now I realize self-inquiry goes on by itself. Mm -hmm. I hadn't realized till literally the other day when I was making coffee. A thought came and a thought dispelled it. And I was like, oh, it goes on by itself.
2: Right. (laughs) There's
1: something cleaning the lens all by itself. And it feels as if my mind's five rooms away with the door locked. Like a radio or a TV is still playing. Mm-hmm. So I have to I have to look for it to find it. Go, so, oh, it's put Oh, that's interesting. Is it still sending me tickets? I guess it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't notice it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have linear thought. You know, every now and again, I think, oh, look at that. That's linear thought happening. You know, I'm not saying I don't have it. Um, but it's it interests me rather than it's not in my face.
0: Yeah. It's do you like, recommend ooh, people start with the sheets I think Baron Katie she has like sheets right where you write it first as a like written exercise before they do it like yeah, internally yeah I think I
1: printed it off because I did a day with her you know there was thousands of us so I did do it that way with her mm-hmm. and I watched her videos on how she do, does it um, mm-hmm. and I just find a topic that I had and search that in one of her videos and then watch how she did it
2: That's um, awesome.
1: yeah uh it seems like such a long time ago now um but i really feel that that did it just helped that lens not to be so clouded not to be so in you know
0: i'm just bringing it up again because i feel like this could really help people you know because some people maybe Mm -hmm. they do need some inner work before or some meditation or some practices
1: there's no harm in doing it as long as you don't identify as this person that's got a huge amount of stuff and they're never going to wake up unless that you know that's that's the mind (laughs) offering you a ticket
0: such um, a paradox. Um, on the un- on the one yeah, hand, it can help, but then yeah, you have to drop it, it and be like, "I'm not that." You know, I don't. Two need
1: sides to do- are the same. Two two sides of the same coin. So yeah. you already are it, um, and it's to recognize that. And I always point people to that. Mm-hmm. You already are it. Let's just feel into that, and let's just find that. Let's not learn about glasses and on the head. Let's feel it. Let's mm-hmm. look for them, because I think people yeah. don't really want to do the work. It's got interesting. I did a poll on my um on uh, my YouTube channel, you know, on the community bit.
2: Yep. And
1: uh, it was really interesting because I put self-inquiry, I put um, pointings to the set, all, all these different things that they could choose. Hardly anybody <laughs> <laughs> looked at self-inquiry because I thought, gosh, you know, maybe I should show people self-inquiry. Hardly anybody, it's not <laughs> popular. I think people don't want to do the, the work. The who they am I
0: to... or am I aware thing, you mean? Like self-inquiry? Well, like... just that
1: turning in and they opening up and they're dropping yeah. in and asking from there. You know, who is the one that's suffering from here? Not from the head, because we can find that person. It's me, the one that's, you know, got an awful life, you know. Understood. Who is? Can we find the person? That's where you find the rainbows. They appear like there's somebody there. But when you look, so last night I had somebody. And um, let's see if I can try and remember what it was that we looked. Oh, so we went to the boundaries of the body, the inside and the outside of the body. And they couldn't find so they were, you know, very much suffering. And when we got and and that's all fine, that's all valid. But when we actually look, when we drop into the body and we open up, we couldn't find any boundaries of a body, couldn't find yep. could feel an inside and a sort of outside, but couldn't find the boundaries. Then couldn't find, well, do you stop at the walls? Well, where do you stop? Couldn't find couldn't find where they stopped. And that's the self-inquiry because that shows you you have experienced the truth of the, in this very moment, not in the imagined mind made self of a future um a past let's just look right here right now it's our most powerful tool what's here what's your truth what do you absolutely know what are you experiencing without the mind filling in the story you know the mind will make a story about everything it narrates yep. so um i feel separate i'm never going to get it you know one ticket adds to 20 tickets like tickets just come as soon as you've picked up one thought it's just gonna you know this I've lost it thing that's such a big thing for people yep they have a, a the they experience of you know they they feel like that which they have they've 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 experienced their true nature and then they feel like they've lost it and they experience their true nature and they feel like they've lost it that's that's just that narrow focus you can't you can't lose it so always point people that you can't lose it it just feels like you do so let's look at actually what's here and then when they're there they're like oh you can you've got distance to be able to see oh so that's that's just the repetitive mechanism that's just that subject object way of looking at the world from here i am the world (laughs) everything's appearing in me wow it's just a different way of looking um and it seems it seems valuable for people to be able to feel into it and inquire from there it's quite interesting that we just think when again get, get something by looking outside of ourselves that's the you know knowledge we're going to gain knowledge yeah yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with the seeker energy because it does seem to lead to the yeah the the dropping of the seeker for sure um but I think it's the surrender is the, is the key bit. You just have had enough, you can't. You've gained the knowledge, and now you just can't bear it anymore. You just have had enough of suffering or seeking or both. And then you just throw your hands up and say, I've had enough. And you might reach out to somebody like you or somebody like me or, you know.
0: And you can't force it also, that moment of awakening. Oh. You can't really force it to happen. It's like you say, maybe from letting go and then. You kind of let go, you're like, oh, I'm done with all this searching and suffering, yeah. and then you kind of, like, oh, whatever, and then then you suddenly see maybe, um, yeah.
1: Well, that was my experience, so I can only talk about what happened for me, and it was that letting go, and, and any, bre- any times of um, insight have been when I've let go of the separate self, the identity. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Hang on. You're trying to find yourself, and you already are it. And there's something that thinks it's separate, or should we just let go of the one that's separate? Because that's yeah. what we're using to seek, and that's the one that's suffering.
2: It's so odd of course, in a way. from
1: here it seems obvious, but yeah. people aren't here all the time. They are, but they don't feel like they are. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just getting that. That's the self-realization. Um, and it's you know, I'm very normal, you know, because I was thinking, well, I can't call David mm-hmm. because. He's gonna think. um, I don't. I didn't think I was worthy of it. Weird. I didn't think I was. I I had good self worth, but I just thought it's not for. It's for people who you know. Who wear white clothes and sit on a chair because that's what we see. Right. In that spiritual journey, we see people being revered, and um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, um, but actually anybody and everybody is already in so of course so I think it's really good that you know people like you and you know all the people out there they seem to be collaborating Yeah. and not just doing it oh I'm the only one I'm the one on the stage nothing wrong with that that's just the way it's been before but it's like actually you know housewives can wake up <laughs> young people can wake up Yeah. bad people you know People that you know supposedly bad, um, you know, it, it's not people who live a monastic life that yeah. wake up.
0: That's huge. Like, people think they need to meditate for 20 years and I go to meditate. retreats and like go to uh, what's it called vipassana, and then they need to yeah. meditate five hours a day and live a pure life and like uh, never, I don't know, eat something unhealthy or you yeah, know, or like <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I didn't meditate.
0: Right. I kind of dropped did. it. I used to have, literally, like mm-hmm. I was, I also had to, I have to That's meditate. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm a spiritual person. I need to meditate and like, <laughs> yeah, I I, mean, it, have I that. think
1: it is valuable to calm the mind
2: mm-hmm.
1: for people and some people, it, I, you know, do what works for you. For me, I don't know, it, it made me transcend too much. I could just go off wow. and I thought, I knew that wasn't right. I could just go off to the space like yeah. it's nice but it's just an experience right. i mean i was obviously going to the expanded state but i didn't know what it was so i could have been spent 20 years going off to a expanded place and also you you know it's as if the person is meditating the person mm-hmm. is finding peace and then the person gets up and goes about their day and then argues with somebody who's just stolen their parking spot
2: right. <laughs>
1: it's a temporary thing yeah. because they're still identified as the meditator um and thinking well on the cushion i get that level of peace why don't i get it out there it's just because it's the identity that's all it is now i don't think i i that was the bit that was missing for me the identification
2: yeah
1: um and that's what david pointed out that um they just this that you experience every day was just labeled and believed in
0: David is because such an awesome born, person, like you know, like yeah. I feel much love for David, you know, like I think he's doing a great job with everything.
1: Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, he's yeah. lovely and very humble. Yep. And very um of course he is, you know. Yeah. He's just being David.
2: Yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> true expression of David. Um yep. Yeah, we're really lucky that um I got to The final domino, he calls it. (laughs) Just Um, that thing through the identification.
0: I think you also wanted to mention Kundalini awakening or something, right? Because that can be challenging to deal with. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I had that 30 years ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. I went to see a cranial psychotherapist. And there was something happening with my AirPods. I'm going to put both in in case.
0: I can um, hear you by the way, just fine. So, yeah.
1: okay, great. It just said 10% a little while ago, and I was like, hey, I'll just put that in. Anyway, so go back mm-hmm. to the Kundalini. So, about 28 years ago, maybe something like that, um, I was experiencing a lot of pain, and I'd tried all different places. And somebody recommended this guy, sort of a healer stroke. He was trained in um, cranial sacrotherapy. Mm-hmm. So, I went to him. And um, I was pretty much, I was really desperate because I've tried everywhere and I've had lots of painkillers, different types of painkillers. <clears throat> and the National Health or private medical, nobody could help me. So I was having morphine injections and ending up in the hospital. So I was like, okay, so I need something else. And so I went to see him and he a slightly alternative. And I just, I don't care. I don't know what healers do. But, you know, even though I'd been doing some of it myself, I sort of thought he might dance around me with feathers in his hair, <laughs> make, <laughs> make me do something odd. But I was so desperate. I didn't care. I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. <clears throat> and um, he did the cranial therapy on me, which is to do with the cranium.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, and when he finished the treatment, he put his hand at the base of my spine. And he said, right, I'm going to take my hand away, but don't pull up to let me out. Just relax. So when he took his hand away, um, I've got to remember back to 28 years ago, there was some sort of my body spontaneously moved. I think it was probably just a jolt. And I thought, hmm, that was a bit odd. And I thought, well, I'll just relax into that again. So again, it's that relaxation bit. If I relaxed, it would just stop to move by itself. And then to think, well, this is a bit odd. Can I stop it? Okay, I can stop it. So that's fine. I'll just let it go. So Relax. And I would just crack. You know, it's not cracking the bones, but you would go to a chiropractor and, and there's that popping sound. Well, it just pop, mm-hmm. pop, 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 all the way through my body. I'd like, I would shake and it would just shoot out my head. It felt like there was just something, almost like a pinball <laughs> coming through my body and then shooting out the top of my head. So it was like, okay. And he said, oh, we've really opened a can of worms here. He said, this is quite unusual on a first visit. He said, but because you were so receptive and i think it's because i was so desperate he said um he seemed to have, you know it's just your body healing itself and i'm going to leave you with it and so he'd just left the room and i'd spent an hour doing sort of all sorts of, i'd come up off the couch do strange movements and then go back down <laughs> i'd do like dancing i'd do yoga i'd do on this couch i mean i could you know it was quite violent and then it was gentle and i I was what was fine with for me was I knew I could control it. So I would stop and I test it out, it would stop. So I thought, well, I'm in charge of this. You know that sort of separate self, But I know it's good for me. So I'd just let go and it would start again. You know it would shoot up my body. Um, and after that, I could just do it whenever I wanted to. So just if I didn't know what it was, he said it was just the body unwinding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's healing itself it's you know it's just its own intelligence it's just unwinding so I would just lie down every now and again and just do it and I didn't know what it was but it was a bit odd but then I'd do it and then I wouldn't do it and then I did do it and I'd go to yoga and I'd be lying down in shavasana my hands had come up I think you know and I felt like I could feel the chakras in my hands were just, just
2: yeah
1: thinking, oh, well, i just happened to put them back down so before anybody noticed me <laughs> you know, and my body would just want to go into backbends. I mean, I hadn't done backbends, but it was just trying to go into a backbend. You know, it was just moving spontaneously um, and taking like Tai Chi movements. It would, it would go to yoga, it would do Shakti dancing. Didn't even know what that was. Somebody said, oh, that's Shakti dancing. Um, so yeah, I mean, sometimes it was thrashing on the floor and getting stuff out. So I think that really helped yeah. um, my journey. But it wasn't until later because the internet wasn't there and then i looked at the internet there wasn't that much now there's there's lots you know just think oh yeah that i wish i'd had that back then Um, but yeah it was just the body spontaneously healing itself
0: yeah i also went through a kundalini awakening like uh four and a half years or something ago and for me it was super intense you know like it was like it blasted through my whole system and i felt like overcharged you know and i spontaneously Kind of it remind me of what you said earlier where you just like ran to Moji or something. I like mm-hmm. ran in the car and i I drove to like the city here and I went to like a Qigong training or something. I was there for two hours doing like these beautiful mo- uh, movements. And then afterwards, I just felt so calm in the present moment, like amazing, oh. you know, like I never felt before, like, and that was a powerful experience for me, yeah,
1: oh wow. I mean, there was something guiding you to go and do the yeah. Qigong.
0: yeah yeah yeah, it was powerful and ever since like I had some like it was kind of intense sometimes the kundalini energy so like it came with fear as well and like bringing emotions up and traumas and I was like I was like holy shit this is intense (laughs) and then I just had to surrender to it you know just like let it flow through and not like attach to it or identify or overthink things too much you know
1: so could you did you have the feeling that you could just stop it and it would stop
0: um, I just surrendered to it, like this energy. It didn't okay. feel like I was in control of Kundalini awakening or energy. It felt like this energy was working the itself through me. It. Mm.
1: The surrendering makes it happen more.
0: <laughs> oh, really? So for me,
1: I'd surrender it, happen more, then I would just say, okay, enough. Right. And so I felt I was in control. Surrender, okay. spontaneous movement. Okay, I've had enough because it gets exhausting. Yeah. So then I would control it. So the surrendering <laughs> brings it
0: on. <laughs> right okay baby that's uh, that, that's that. why it was intense <laughs>
1: you, you were you were going come get me
0: yeah. I had like insomnia best. couldn't sleep you know like uh this like high energy oh, you know really? like overwhelming like <laughs> it was almost like uh I don't know like 200 volts was going through like a 30 volt uh, system or something it was like shh, yeah and also the that's palm thing you mentioned you know, I had that as well like feeling energy in the palms my girlfriend as well she was feeling energy in the palms and it was like this crazy experience you know and I was like, yeah, it was something wow. I never experienced before. I wasn't spiritual before then. You know, I never, oh, really? I was never searching spiritually. Like I, I thought spirituality was weird and religion is weird. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought it was all very odd and woo woo. You know, I was into like personal development. I, I kind of believed in the law yeah. of attraction. Like I was like trying to manifest things with visualization yeah. and affirmations, but like from a perspective it's of separation. Maybe,
1: energy. maybe you believed in some, some sort of energy and vibration, you know, the law of attraction is that type of yeah. thing and and like Tony Robbins is like you know it's like builds everybody's energy and anything's possible and it's the sort of
0: yeah
2: the
1: energy building yeah
2: so that's yeah and wow, then Kundalini
0: Awakening happened, to you. happened yeah because yeah. like um I don't know maybe it's a weird topic to talk about but like my friend kept recommending fab to me which is quitting watching adult movies with the advent right. of the internet like men tend to watch adult movies nearly every day and do whatever they do to that right so I mm-hmm. came across this no-fab thing. I, I overcame anxiety. I used to have an anxiety disorder. I got into personal development because of this anxiety disorder, but then I overcame like anxiety, and then I still didn't feel like fully happy. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I changed my life and I manifested certain things and cool and everything, but then, then I still didn't feel fully happy. And then my friend kept saying he was kind of spiritually already had an awakening, and so but I didn't know anything of that. And I didn't know he had that experience. And he was like, hey, dude, you have to try this no fab thing. It's really great for men. Keep doing it. Keep trying it. And then mm-hmm. I tried it and I did it for like 90 days, you know. And then I, after like week two or something, I went through this like spiritual awakening, you know, just from doing that. Wow, and it was wow. like, that was like four and a half years ago. So uh, it mm-hmm. initiated somehow kundalini as well. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's that's uh, that's very important that's, for men. It's that kind very of.
1: interesting to hear that you were just surrendering.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it was um going full full um yeah, because you were literally saying break it on.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I also went for a dark night like for like nearly a year or something where like lots of oh, darkness deep came deep. up. I had yeah. to sleep for like sixteen hours a day or something. I was like, Oh wow. I was at well, all what's happening to me. Maybe because
1: yeah. you've gone so extreme with the kundalini that it was. Yeah. You know, you were really um, plugging yourself in.
0: <laughs> and burnt out completely, you know, like yeah. complete burnout, yeah. like needing to sleep a lot, like yeah. Um, so. But I, I mean, it's wanted...
1: everybody's path is different. It's not that it wasn't right. It was that was your path. Yeah. It maybe would have taken longer. I don't know. I don't want to pick up the mind and make any judgments on it. I would say it was just what what happened for you. you
0: know? Yeah. And now you know, I was guided to
1: those... to 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 be able to you know just allow it to happen and you know to regulate it.
2: Yeah. And
1: I actually did. Um, I, I I have the sense that I can start it in other people because I I did do it to somebody else. But at the very beginning, I was like, "Oh, I need to put touch you on the forehead. That's really weird." And then they did it but it's not something I do because I'm not, you know, I'm not going to start switching everybody. from. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like open a center where you that. live, open a <laughs> yeah. center where you live and like touch people. <laughs>
1: yeah. See you.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Just opening people up and leaving them. I think, um, you know, you need to know what you're doing.
2: Yeah. It's, not, uh, it's not wise.
0: Do you feel like we're maybe shifting to a new earth or there's a change on a collective level from like maybe... I don't know there's been lots of darkness right on the planet and everything there's been like wars and everything and um, do you feel like maybe we're going through a shift to a new earth or something like that.
1: In all honesty I don't know you know I go to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, right. what seems to be happening is more and more people are awakening, but what you add to that, I would have to pick up the mind and add what I think yep. about that. Right. So yes, there's, so w- the truth is there seems to be more and more people waking up, but were they waking up and nobody was knowing because they didn't have the internet to share? Yeah. Um I mean, people like Eckhart Tolle, he talks about the New Earth. So that's yeah. a, you know, he's pretty switched on. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, You know, he was one of the, fa- I didn't mention that. He um he introduced me to the idea that you're not your thoughts, if you can yeah. witness them. I was like, hang on a minute, I'm my thoughts. <laughs> so that was interesting, that distance. Yeah. Just that first, yeah. Uh, and the body if you can witness the body you know if you can witness the sensation so there were two that was quite a, a crucial point as well um and i did see him live um and just went to complete bliss when i watched him awesome um,
2: What
1: was
0: that like seeing him live that must have been like so.
1: Oh, cool. well i just did that dropping down thing <laughs> which is sort of what i show people now as he talked, I just was like, bang. I just go to the present, you know, just takes you to there. Because I don't listen with my head, I'm just there. Yep. Just the two hours of of just there. I'm not I'm not particularly listening to what I am. But, you know, he just takes you there. Or well, that's what my experience was. I would just go there and just rest as. And the same with Muji, you know, once you're... And then I used to just do that with videos. So I was going to complete blackness, absolute, for years. And I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that I would just listen to somebody with my eyes shut and relax. And I would just get nothing. I would have no mental activity. I'd have had nothing. I'd just be black. Nothing. You know, the video would stop and I'd just be left in, in absolute
2: <laughs> nothing.
1: And then I'd switch it off and then just pick up the identity and off I go, thinking, well, that was quite nice, but the mind will tell you it's boring, just blackness and nothing. But actually, it was just the truth of who we are and it was just before creation, just the absolute. And I knew it was nice, (laughs) but it was like, "Mm, I didn't know what it was, I was like, "Mm, that was nice. Anyway, (laughs) pick up that person and start suffering. (laughs) So it's funny what people are doing out there. They don't realize if somebody told me that was the absolute, I would have paid more attention. (laughs) I would have maybe, you know, rested there and thought, okay, so what is this? Done that self inquiry. Yeah. You know, so that's why it's so good to share these things because I think people are experiencing this the truth of who they are.
0: I noticed that David, he talks about like Kali Yuga, now it's more available for people and everything. I thought that was interesting. So. Mm. No, that's something i feel like called to look into more what is like yoga yeah, and I all that if stuff that's, yeah
2: if
1: that resonates and it's not um just information gathering mm-hmm. if it's a if there's a oh that's interesting yeah not you've got to get just oh that you resonate with that it's i i would say yeah it's worth looking at definitely um, I love
0: that you mentioned that with like mentally trying to search and get and like, as opposed to following like your intuition and what excites you, you know, I think that's huge mm-hmm. as well, like following this inner knowing rather than, yeah, and that relates to the path as well. It's almost like a pathless path where like, there's no like structure you can follow. All oh, you have to do this, X, Y, Z, and then this yeah. plan, that's like the mind, that'll right? Yeah, I'll have
1: you, yeah, have you yeah. on a journey forever. You know, some of the biggest things are, I'm not there yet. Um when I've done all of this work, then I'll get there. Um, uh, you know, it's. So I had somebody yesterday saying it's so close, but yet it's so far. <laughs> so she was, you know, she had the sense that it was so close, but it's so far. So that's the mind,
2: yeah,
1: telling it's so far. So it's like, let's just have a look at what is so close. Have you thought about that? Do people just accept that ticket from the mind and? just believe in it and that's it don't don't look at what's so close
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was just be able to point people to actually so what is so close let's have a look let's not pick up that ticket from let's empty out the basket of tickets let's tip it up empty it out no thanks just for a few moments let's see what's here because it really is there is only this present moment So let's look at what's here because it's going to be the present moment later. It's always this. It comes with you wherever you are. And the self, the self is always with you, whether you've got a busy mind. It's always now and you're always the self. (laughs) So let's have a look at that. (laughs) I mean, it seems so obvious.
2: Yeah.
1: But not when when your focus is collapsed down and it's picked up the subject object. The constricted self that's got to get something because that's the game of separation. That's where the tickets come and that's where they're believed in. Because you do feel separate. You do feel like there's something to get. You do seek approval. You do think that happiness is out there because it is
2: if you're the separate
1: self. (gasps) But it's always the self playing that. And that's what I learned from David. You don't drop this and play that. This is playing that. Because there is only this, that's why there's non-duality. There's nothing other than this. Playing it, playing it all, playing all the roles. You want to play hide and seek? Let's play the game of separation then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Then at some point, you also see everyone as yourself almost. Mm. It can be yeah, quite yeah. interesting. I once walked yeah, through the not, supermarket, it? and it yeah. was like an intense, energetic experience where I saw other people's eyes, and I saw myself through their eyes. Yeah. It was like this interesting experience i was like wow we're all one there's nothing uh, yeah. nothing else here yeah. you know <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah the real sense in that supermarket is very very interesting i have a lot of experiences in the supermarket i don't know what it is maybe we're all doing the same thing we're all mm-hmm. shopping <laughs> and so yeah i have had quite a few experiences there but so that idea of um everybody is you it's interesting because if the mind looks at that it's going to mm-hmm. say well everybody's Colette." that doesn't work out Mm-hmm. looking from the mind yeah. you're looking for the collect character so i'd collect character be looking to, to be one with you but but here when you've dropped that separate self you're not looking through the lens anymore there's no separation because where yeah. do i end and you begin i mean what well, i finish at two inches and you well where is that where is that boundary um and when you're back here so what ten, what happened for me was the I know when I first realized, I was like, well, why, have it, why am I not one with everything? Because my mind was still operating, thinking, well, I need yep. to be one with everything out there. How come I'm not? I've realized who I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How come I'm not one with everything? But actually, when I did look at things, I couldn't see where I was not. But there was mm-hmm. something. I was like, I can't see where I'm not that bottle." okay? But it was because I was coming from here rather than that. So when you look yeah. that way, I don't the this, this subject object is in place. But when I come here, and I open up. Oh, hang on a minute, that's dropped away. I can't see where I'm not. But it gets to the point where then this seems to come around, and then everything's in you because you're the space in the room. Or, you know, we're not combining it to the room, but just using that. Everything's appearing in you because you are the space. Yeah. So it seems as if there is a deepening, there is a maturity that takes place um, for for my journey because I mean, it was different. Some people it completely falls away, um, and they're left with the world. Well, there is nothing. You know, they 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 almost have to rebuild some sort of sense of itself to be able to operate.
0: Sounds um, like Eckhart told from what he said yeah. was like that. There was just overnight, there was no seeking. Yeah. He was in anxiety, depression, and he just kind of went through a tunnel or something and he was told yeah. to surrender. And then the next morning he woke up and everything was just like, wow, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he but had
1: he, to then try and make sense of it. He went to lots of different meetings, didn't he? He went to sort of all sorts of places to try and gain some idea of what happened. So that's why we're so lucky that we, we've got all this information out there yeah, the internet is anything. contributing
0: to like a greater awakening, it seems almost, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It, it it could it, that there is that possibility. but there's also something tells me that it was already happening anyway. <laughs> we just didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> it. Just wasn't so um talked about. It's you know, hard to know that,
0: the... yeah, like you said earlier, because of the mind, like what's going to happen? How is it going to evolve? Like it's hard to see that unless you have some spontaneous vision or download. Do we need
1: it? to know? You need to know because all we've got is this,
0: yeah,
1: just this present moment. That's all we've got,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: It's always going to be this, yeah, and what's here, you know, then it's that just marinating and actually what is here. That I learned from John Aston. Actually,
0: I've never heard of that person.
1: Oh, he's lovely. Yeah, I did an interview with him recently. Um, so he taught me to, um, to just keep it's hard to describe what he does so he talks about this which is really hard to talk about so he talks about this this experience this present moment and he just talks about it he talks about it. so he just leads it's like a dance of just this just your direct experience you know he tends to do like 20 minutes videos on on just marinating and just this and that's just delicious. So it taught me to just stay with it. Just stay here and what is actually here. And the more you look, the more magical it becomes, the more it becomes a a moving thing. You know, we call it like the never changing, the ever changing, but actually the never changing just change, but sh- don't tell anybody. <laughs> because this isn't, it, it feels solid. Like this is the ground of being. Yeah. This is who I am. But actually when you de- it's almost like you're delving into that then. And then that is an ever changing, morphing, shaping thing, because that's how it creates, you know. So so it's just lovely to to swim in the ocean of being. That's probably a good explanation. <laughs> swim in the ocean of bring. And we can be those waves appearing, you know.
2: Yeah. That's
1: that but we never leave the ocean. We're always that's... the ocean, just appears to be waves. Um, yeah, that's
0: it's a cool because we've labeled
1: them, yeah, he uses that. It's because we've labeled them waves. You think they're separate, but actually it's all ocean. And to the depths, you know that's I think that's a use almost so you're diving deep into this present moment into actually what what is this direct experience that we all seem to jump over to look for this. <laughs> it's as if we we leave this to look for ourselves. Yeah, We never do, because it's always here, like the ocean and the wave. You never leave it. You just think you do. You just appear separate. But you're never separate. The same one thing, appearing as many.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Was there anything else you would like to add today?
1: Um, no, I think it's. it feels like it's been a really nice, flowy conversation i've really enjoyed it Um, same here yeah
0: i hope it can be of value and help people like point them to the truth of who they are you know
1: yeah because it's it's the self talking to the self isn't it
0: yeah 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 that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah colette i really enjoyed interviewing you (laughs) and uh, keep up the great work that you're doing i'm sure it's helping a lot of people and thank you very much